2: happy friday everybody Here. welcome into the phoenix sports podcast presented by the DraftKings sportsbook app america's top rated sportsbook app what's up it's your girl it's mikayla perkins and it's sean defy what's poppin how's it going sean feeling
0: good yeah this terrible years almost over
2: oh my god Got it's a been a care. rough one
0: <laughs> yeah nah it's hasn't been ideal uh if you're a fan of arizona sports teams so nope. hopefully 2023 can be a It's a little, a little better, a little
2: bit better, marginally better. Uh, We are going to be going through our New Year's resolutions for our Arizona sports teams in 2023. But this show is going to be a positive one. You know, we've all been in the trenches together battling through this (laughs) horrible year, but it's okay. We made it through. And 2023 is going to be a great year. I'm manifesting it. I'm not letting any negative energy affect how I feel. I can't get it worse, right? What
0: I can't get much worse, right? I mean- <laughs> sports-wise, sports-wise, I can't get much worse.
2: I think we might have hit rock bottom right? in a lot of different ways. So hopefully it doesn't get any worse, um, but it's going to be great. But before we get into that, Sean, how's your holiday week? Um, do you celebrate Christmas? Did you have uh, yeah. a Christmas? I was,
0: I mean, I was here for Christmas. Um, if you haven't seen what's been going on in the East Coast, wouldn't have been able to travel home for Christmas even if I wanted to. So yeah. I was here, me and my cat. You know, did a little work, produced the Cardinal show. Uh, but it was good. It was relaxing. I just I sat in my house all day and just vibe. May or may not have, you know, dabbled in the OGs. We can talk about that later. But uh, it, was, it was a pretty good Christmas. How was yours?
2: Good. It was good. I got to go home. I did brave the crazy travel scene and tried to uh, navigate my way to Colorado. I made it. Thankfully, I did not fly southwest. I flew Frontier, which everyone makes fun of me for. But Frontier came through freaking Frontier Airlines was one of the only ones that made it out of DIA that week. So you know what? I'm going to keep flying my budget airline and the rest of you (laughs) can enjoy your canceled flights on Southwest. If it works, it works. (laughs) But it is a good thing you didn't go back to the East Coast because it was a mess up there. Um, Buffalo is like under eight feet of snow right now. So it's a good thing you stayed here. But the one thing about Arizona that I love more than anything else is that we don't have to worry about snow here because it's Arizona and it's beautiful. And it's gonna be beautiful in January when we head out to the Dobson Ranch Mm -hmm. Driving Range for our phnx tea party we are super stoked for this event we're going to be renting out the entire driving range we're also going to be watching the suns take on the timberwolves on friday january 13th at 5 30 p.m there's going to be mini games food and drink merch contest prizes a kids clinic for kids under 10 it's going to be so much fun you guys there's literally mm-hmm. so many reasons to come out um you can get your tickets by clicking the link in our description Or by going to our events uh, website, our events tab on our website. And while you're there, make sure that you check out some Bad Birdie gear if you need to gear up for this event. Sean, I know you love Bad Birdie. I see you wearing it all the time. I already
0: got my outfit picked out for the tea
2: party. Oh, there you go. So if you need a new outfit for our Dobson Ranch Golf event, you can head over to BadBirdie.com, BadBirdieGolf.com. Use promo code PHNX underscore sports 15 for 15% off your entire Bad Birdie order i'm super st- stoked for this sean are you yeah
0: i can't wait first off like if you're gonna be bad at something which i am at golf at least look good doing it so I'll, you could if the, if all the stuff that mac laid out wasn't enticing enough you get to watch me embarrass myself so that, that that should be lucrative but listen i'm embarrassed myself swinging a golf club i'm not gonna be embarrassed myself with my fit yeah I'm especially your new anybody. hair
2: you gotta like oh, yeah,
0: yeah that's it's gotta well, come that's, the the, that's the, the the problem i have now though is do I, do I do i i'm gonna have to hide the hair to rock the the bad birdie hat
2: Oh, that's a dilemma. It is a
0: little bit of a dilemma, but the Bad Birdie (laughs) has, I think, as good as the hair looks, the Bad Birdie has going to look a little better. So, probably going to go that way. There
2: you go. If you want to look good and then also watch Sean be bad at golf, (laughs) make sure you get your tickets to our event and uh, swag yourself out with some Bad Birdie merch. All right. Well, it's been a minute since I've been on the show. I missed hosting. I feel like I'm like, <laughs> I know,
0: I feel like I haven't seen you in like a month.
2: <laughs> I know it's been forever. I've been hibernating. I know it doesn't snow in Arizona, but it's freezing outside right now, which is why I'm wearing my sweatshirt because it's 57
0: degrees. i are you talking freezing. about freezing.
2: That's it is freezing.
0: Perfect weather. I, no, I was talking to Max about this. I love this. You can see this the fog rolling in over the mountains. <laughs> it is perfect weather. Like I said, though, if I lived in the PNW and it was like this every day, I probably wouldn't like it as much, but I'll take this.
2: Well, it's a little too cold for me, which is why I'm (laughs) wearing my sweatshirt. I've been bundled up and hibernating, and a lot has happened while I haven't been here. So let's recap some things really quick and just get up to speed. Obviously, we have to start off with the freaking Coyotes because they pooped on the Maple (laughs) Leafs last night.
0: W-A-G-G-I-N-apostrophe wagon. They're a wagon, and they own Toronto.
2: I love to see it. I literally hate all Canadian hockey teams, and— watching the coyotes beat any Canadian hockey team makes me so happy and Sean you were there you have to tell me what it was like being Oh, at that
0: game. it was amazing yeah uh, it was it was I would say a pretty split crowd it was probably 50 50 coyotes uh maple Leafs but the 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 coyotes fans they did not let themselves get out cheered out yelled like the, the coyotes fans were present and I mean that game started hot uh Bustad scored a goal real early in the game and from at that point on you could you could tell it was it was going to be the Yotes night yet again. It was it was an awesome experience. Michael Phelps was in the building. Vince oh, Vaughn was you in the go. building. Um, it, was, it was really cool. Hockey oh. in Arizona. Electric.
2: I'm so jealous you were there. I absolutely relish in the tears of yes. Canadian hockey it is, fans. it is my
0: favorite beverage.
2: <laughs> and more incentive for Austin Matthews to come play for the yes. Coyotes one day. Um. <laughs> and
0: more incentive for Jacob Chikorin to get shipped to Toronto.
2: Oh, okay. Just possibly. There you go. Just saying. Just saying. I wouldn't hate to see that. I
0: wouldn't hate it either.
2: Um, so obviously that was great. Something that is bittersweet. Obviously, JJ Watt announced yeah. his retirement. Kind of surprisingly, I was yeah. caught off guard by his announcement.
0: Too. Yeah, I just I figured he would want to win before he left. And he obviously hasn't done that here. Yeah. Um so but Good for him. He's accomplished a lot and he seems very happy. He's got his his kid now. So
2: Yeah. I mean, JJ Watt really doesn't seem the type to me to have like the ego of like a Tom Brady type where like I have to win before I retire, like have to go out on a high no. Like JJ Watt is very humble in my opinion. So I can see that side of it not mattering as much to him. And when he was talking during his press conference, you know, he was very realistic about the situation. He's like, I've been injured a lot, I had that heart scare, I have a brand new newborn here. Like there's so much going on for him outside of football that you know he obviously is an incredible human being he won the walter payton manning year of the man of the year award um he's accomplished so much on the field he's obviously one of the best to ever do at his position there's no questioning like first ballot hall of famer in my opinion so he has accomplished so much even though he doesn't have a super bowl title under his belt but i don't think that really matters to jj i think him being a good dad is now his most important priority, and I think he gets to do that now. So
0: yeah, for sure. No, he, he's a good person. So if he's happy, I'm happy.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, congratulations to JJ on his retirement. Um, another thing that happened is the Suns have a new owner. Matt Ishbia is the new son- owner of the Suns. One of the youngest owners in sports history, but uh, especially in the NBA, he is very young. Yep. And I think this is great. I'm really excited about this, Sean. I think that they needed to move on as quickly as possible to get the stain of Robert Sarver (sighs) off of that organization. And obviously, Matt Ishbia has done... a lot to prove that he is a good businessman, which is, I think, the Suns really needed. And also, he shows that he's already caring about the community. He made a yep. $100,000 donation to one of the Suns' charities so that they can send underprivileged kids to go to their first NBA game, which I think is so great. Yeah, it's awesome. So I'm really excited about this new owner.
0: Yeah, so, so, so am I. And he, he, was, he was a college athlete, so it's not like he's just some rich That's guy right. who's just doing this as a passion project type thing. Like, he, he also loves basketball. Um, and he loves sports and you can see that with the work he's done at Michigan state and you're going to see it here now. So I think like you mentioned is it's a, a great new chapter. It came at the perfect time right near the end of the year. So you can roll into 2023 with like kind of a a clean slate. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it it is a great time for the sun and the mercury. It's very, very happy to be a Suns fan right now.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Anything to get us away from Trevor. <laughs> <whichever. laughs> yes. Um some not great Suns news, however, Devin Booker is out for at least 4 weeks with a left groin strain. He will be reevaluated at that 4 week mark, but there's no guarantee that he will be back on the court at that point. Uh this is a huge blow for the Suns yeah. and I'm going to get into this a little bit later with my New Year's resolutions, but I think this injury could have been avoided if Devin Booker had some help and in many ways he has been carrying this team on yeah. his back and in many games Um, And I think, you know, it's just you don't want to see Devin Booker go down. Devin Booker is the Phoenix Suns. And it's really unfortunate because he went down during probably one of the the toughest part of the Suns schedule um and you know they're barely hovering above 500 right now and it's just ugh, you hate to see it John
0: yeah I, the good thing for the Suns though is I feel like there's so much parity in the Western Conference that if you make the playoffs regardless of your seed you're gonna have a chance to yeah. make a finals run yeah so as long as they, they're still in a playoff spot when he comes back like I think the Suns are still in good shape but yeah it, it, it does suck the, the team was struggling a little bit and you would like to have your best player on the court yeah uh, to kind of work out of that and they don't have that now but i i think the suns are okay i don't think this is like gonna ruin their season yeah. as long as devin booker comes back they get, take as long as he needs and he comes back 100 and it doesn't like get re or anything like that i think the suns will be
2: fine yeah it's just a bummer like the injury bug has plagued the suns yeah. all year this year and i was hoping that it would avoid that devin booker at all costs <laughs> but it caught up to him and unfortunately he'll be missing at least four weeks but like you said They are in an okay position right now. I think um, the front office has a lot of decisions that they need to make, and they need to make them sooner rather than later. But we'll get into that a little bit later with our New Year's resolutions. Um, The last thing that we need to talk about, um, I'm so sad about this one, kind of uh, bittersweet. Dalton Varsho, the man with many tools, has been traded to the Toronto Blue Jays in exchange for Gabrielle Moreno and Lourdes Gurriel. uh, Wow. I feel so many mixed emotions about this. Like I understand they have way too many left-handed hitters in their li- left hit left-handed yeah. hitting outfielders yes. in their lineup, so I get it. But it just sucks because he has all the tools. He does have and all the tools. Great human being. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how yeah. I feel about this. Gold
0: Glove candidate in two. I mean, outfield and utility. Um, it it does it sucks a little bit, right? Like he was not the outfielder that I wanted to get rid of. I was yeah. more of a, a Jake McCarthy. Guy, but mm-hmm. when you consider the return, I don't think you could be that upset about it. One of the best catching prospects in recent history, yeah. and Lourdes Guriel, who is a, a a serviceable outfielder. Um, I think he's it's a solid addition. Both guys that I got to watch. Uh, well, no, not Gabby, but Lourdes Gurriel, guy that I got to watch a lot playing AAA baseball in Buffalo. Okay. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of him. I, I think this is. I think the D- Diamondbacks won this trade. Um, they they had a surplus. They sold off some of that surplus, and they got a huge position of need um, at catcher. I, it's a great sign for the D-backs, in my opinion. I, I am ecstatic.
2: Yeah, they definitely addressed one of the most concerning positions that they had in their infield, which was the catching position. Yeah. So I'm glad that they took care of that. But uh, I don't know. i become so like emotionally attached to these young guys yeah. that like, come up through the system. Um, and Varsho was just like one of those like special players that, you know, you could trust to put him wherever you want. He had so many great plays in the outfield this year. He was, uh, serviceable in many different spots. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of a bummer, but I understand the move. Um, and I'm happy that the D backs did address that catching position. Cause that was obviously one that I was concerned about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a recap of everything going on in the Arizona sports scene. As of late, yep. we are about to get into our 2023 new year's resolutions, um, and put 22, 2022 to bed officially Officially. but sean before we do that we gotta talk about our guys at the underdog fantasy app because boy do we love the underdog fantasy app not only does it make watching sports more enjoyable but it also allows you to win some money while you're doing it and uh tell me sean have you won any money recently i have
0: (laughs) i've been on a a a burner recently i I, i've been making a good amount of money on the coyotes um because they've won three straight games Somehow, I don't know. Um, and the Buffalo Sabres, but I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, but yeah, uh, my fantasy season, we don't got to get into details, did not end on a high note. It didn't go well. I may really? or may not have talked a lot really? of shit what happened, to somebody Sean? else that's on this show. Tell me, Tell me what I happened, Sean. Tell the people what happened with your fantasy football all right. season. So, Michaela's team,
2: uh, 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 it be was, about what it you was say, a Sean. really,
0: compared to the other teams in the playoffs, very low scoring.
2: Uh, okay. I may or may not uh-huh. have
0: used the fraud word to refer to her and her team on a number of occasions, despite
2: the fact that I was a third-ranked team yes, in, the, in the league. Yes,
0: despite okay. a, while having like 200 less points scored than me and the Doesn't people. Doesn't matter. Yep, third-ranked team okay, call their fraud going. on a number of occasions, <laughs> and I specifically asked for the smoke in the first round of the playoffs. I said I want I I kind of wanted to lose in the last week of the regular season, so I would play Mac. It's exactly <laughs> what happened, and then what happened? Kirk
2: Cousins happened, Sean?
0: completed the greatest comeback in NFL history. Um... George Kittle had the best game he's had all year Uh and I got blown out and I'm no longer in the playoffs. Not just like
2: defeated, blown out. I got blown out. I got blown out. I had over 200 fantasy points. Yeah.
0: I am going to shift my focus and my energy to the daily fantasy (laughs) on underdog where I've been a little more successful. Some pick'ems. Side note, like just note, take uh, Carol Vamelka's higher on saves any chance you get. Take, uh, I mean, Buffalo Sabres, Tage Thompson higher on shots any chance you get. It's it's fun. I'm better at at the daily stuff at at pick'ems than I am year long fantasy. So if you're if you're in the same boat as me, check out underdog fantasy. And it's pretty easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, sign up with promo code PHNX and underdog will match your first deposit up to $100 or as Shane likes to say 100 bones. The exchange rate is 1 to 1. Um but yeah, check out underdog fantasy.
2: We love underdog. oh Um oh. all right, Sean, before we finally put 2022 to rest, I have to ask what your favorite sports moment from 2022 is, but before you answer me, I want to ask our viewers and the people in our lovely comments, what was your favorite sports moment from 2022? Drop it in the comments right now. We will read them out before we do our 2023 New Year's resolutions. I would love to know what your favorite sports moment was. Sean, tell me what yours is. There's
0: a handful that I could choose from, but for me, it's got to be the, the first ASU game at the Mullet. Uh, uh, that, that being there was awesome, and it's one of those sports moments where you're like, this has to this has to have been scripted, right? Like Josh Jones scoring the first ever goal at Molde Arena. Like it, oh, it, it I was just thinking about it. <laughs> it. It was it was such an electric experience, and a bunch of us were there to experience it. So experiencing it with uh, not just my coworkers but my friends um, was an amazing experience that I'm going to remember well past this year and well past. Uh, just the, uh, for the rest of my life i'm gonna remember yeah. it so it, it was it was an amazing experience it was a landmark moment in ASU athletics and arizona athletics and and hockey to be honest so it w- it was awesome to be just kind of a small small part of it and then we got to talk to Josh afterwards so the whole the whole night was amazing
2: yeah it was awesome i unfortunately couldn't be there because i was sick but um i am sure that it was absolutely electric i can't even imagine that and like you mentioned too i think it was important for the school and the community, but I think it has an even larger effect on just hockey being a viable sport here in the desert, which to me is the most important thing um, because hockey belongs in Arizona. So great pick. I love that. Um, I think my favorite sports moment from 2022. If you know me, you know I'm a baseball girl through and through. And um, it might seem insignificant as a moment (laughs) in the overall grand (laughs) scheme of things. But to be honest, there wasn't a lot of good things to pick from. Um, It was Seth Beer's opening day walk-off. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, the Diamondbacks had such a shit season before that. It was so bad. It was so sad. And then to have opening day, a walk-off by Seth Beer, like, the whole crowd was losing their mind. They were chanting beer, beer, beer. Like, Derek and I were broadcasting on the steps of a restaurant, like, right right outside of Chase Field. And everyone walking by was so excited. It was so fun. And it was a great sports atmosphere to be a part of. And for me, it was just, like, a breath of fresh air. Like, oh, my gosh, the Diamondbacks, like... As bad and as tragic as last season was, like, there are going to be good things to celebrate and fun moments that you can be a part of as a fan, which I always yeah. appreciate. So, yeah. the Seth Beer walk-off on opening day was definitely my favorite one. Um, so, that's what I'm going to pick. Let's see the comments. Charles Weddle Pike saying Zach Gallon's scoreless streak. Oh, yep. another da- Diamondbacks one. That was good. We got Diamondbacks fans in the comments the, the, today.
0: The d whole season was it for me like honorable mention I had talked to you about it before Alec Thomas's first career home run yeah we were there I had bet on it and not only did I <laughs> bet on it he walked up a Millie by Lil Wayne his walk-up song that came up my first my first words oh it's gonna be a home run lo and behold right to left field right to left field I won some money on it I got to experience first time I think I've ever seen someone's first career home run it was an awesome That's moment I cool. love I fell in love with the Arizona Diamondbacks this year I have I I am this close to swearing off the narcotic that is the Boston Red Sox and fully committing to the Arizona Diamondbacks. I'd love to hear it. so, the Diamondbacks in general made, made my year. It's a, Aww, I, I love to love. hear
2: that. We love the Babybacks. Oh, um, yeah. Speaking of the Babybacks, Chris Melton saying, call-ups, yeah, they were them. next level this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just seems like the Diamondbacks were calling up stud after stud after stud. They're going to do it again this year. They're going to do it again this year because their farm system is loaded. Loaded. Um, and they, like, when they called them up, they seemed to have the most impactful moments yeah. Like right after that. It was yeah. a wild Um, It was so cool to watch. There was just like some, there's some magic surrounding the baby backs. um, And I really feel like this team is going to be good in the coming years. So that was really cool to see. Um, Daniel saying Herm getting canned and Dillingham getting the head coach job. That was almost my pick too, to be (sighs) honest, Daniel, Um, that That press conference with Dilly Dilly was yeah. So cool to watch just because I have grown so apathetic towards Arizona State and their their athletic <laughs> programs because they're so mediocre. They keep disappointing me. Um, so to see someone like Kenny come in and have such passion and emotion around this program like really invigorated my love of Arizona State, which I almost thought was impossible to do because I'd grown so apathetic. But it was really cool to see yeah. Kenny get that job and how much he appreciated it and how excited he is about this program.
0: Yeah, I do have to say, I know we're both Sun Devils, but seeing U of A win the Pac twelve ch- championship in Vegas, yes, yeah, that was, another, that, was, that, was a, that was another was one of on my list. A pretty cool moment. I cannot lie; it, yeah. it was it was oh, awesome. Man. At least if if ASU wasn't going to win it, it came to Arizona. Yeah, um, as
2: much as it kills me to say that, yeah, and
0: dude Ben Matherin,
2: I know Ugh.
0: I could say it because he's not a Wildcat anymore. I love that man. Yeah. He's so good at basketball. Watching him live was so, so much fun.
2: Yeah, it was my first Pac-12 tournament uh, that I got to cover, and it was really cool being there in Vegas with obviously all of you guys, but also just being so close to action and watching yeah. Arizona like win at the end of it was <laughs> really cool.
0: And, <laughs> I mean, like the first 95% of ASU's game was electric. Yeah. The end was terrible. The end was horrible. Uh, but up, up until that point, it was, it was pretty fun.
2: Uh, yeah, well, okay, we're just going to pretend that we didn't talk about um, <laughs> anything that was positive with the Arizona Wildcats. Jacob behind the Mac, father overlord Jacob, do you have right. a great moment from 2022 that you want to share with us? Oof.
1: I mean, it was it was probably anything deep, actually, related <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. my Honestly. Off, so Yeah. <laughs> the like,
0: Dalton Varshow trade had me hyped. The Dalton Varshow oh, okay. trade had all us right, running right. around the office. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, like, am I sad that Dalton Varshow is gone? Yeah, but we now there is, there is two legit Rookie of the Year candidates. Yeah. For this team, yeah, for like, sure, like insane. And I think that this team could be the next Arizona team to win a championship. Oh, I I've, I've said that. I've said that on this show
0: on a number of occasions. Whoa. I'm right there with you.
2: Um, I would have called you crazy, but considering how the Cardinals and the Sun seasons have gone, I might retract that statement. Um, that's a good one. Obviously, we're Diamondbacks lovers on the show, so yeah. they 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 deserve their flowers. They've been through a lot. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's put 2022 to bed. The year is almost over. We are what three days, two one day, one day away. You get three,
0: no, two, no, no, one. What
2: one, one day away from the new year? Um, and I am stoked to head into 2023 mm-hmm. with some good energy. So, Sean, let's go through what our New Year's resolutions are for every team in the valley. And I think we should probably start with the Arizona Cardinals because. They've been in the news a lot. (laughs) Yeah. A lot. So, Sean, start us off. What would your New Year's resolution be for the Arizona Cardinals?
0: Listen, I know Cardinals fans, there's a lot of Cardinals fans that might not like to hear this. Oh, boy. My New Year's resolution for the Cardinals is to plan for the future at quarterback. (laughs) And I'm not saying get rid of Kyler Murray. But we know already that Kyler is not going to start the year. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the situation that the Cardinals were in this year, after Kyler got hurt, they had a backup in Colt McCoy, who can't stay healthy. They had a backup in in Trace McSorley, who was terrible. And now we have David Blah or whatever his name is starting for the Cardinals. Like, Blah, yeah. Who who cares? Blah. Who? No, David Blah. Exactly. It's David Blah. (laughs) Um, Like, they have to be prepared for, for... like, they have to have a contingency plan at quarterback. Yeah. And I'm not saying you go and you draft a quarterback in the first round. I think that's ridiculous. Kyler Murray is still the quarterback of the future, in my opinion. But at the very least, you get to the third round, fourth round, draft a quarterback who you might be able to develop into something and you at least have there for the start of the season. And if in in the situation Kyle, in Kyler... And Kyler might go down, or you go and you sign somebody like uh, Johnny had mentioned to me, uh, Jameis Winston, or or uh, David Carr is probably he's going to be a starter somewhere, but you go get another quarterback just in case. I think you need to be prepared for that. So so my New Year's resolution for the Cardinals is just to be prepared.
2: Just they can have Russell Wilson if they want him.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't though. I wouldn't want him. <laughs> I would not want, him. <laughs> especially as <his> a backup. <laughs>
2: Um, No, I think that's fair. I think, um, like you mentioned, Kyler Murray, I think he might even be out longer than we were um, anticipating because not only does he have the uh, ACL tear, he Mm -hmm. also has something wrong with his meniscus as well that we found out about. So uh, it's going to be a little bit of a rough journey for Kyler Murray to make it back to the field. And I think having a planet quarterback is a very reasonable New Year's resolution. My resolution for the Cardinals is to freaking find a new head coach and a new GM. For the love of God, I'm tired of Cliff Kingsbury. Like, hashtag firecliff. I'm on that train so hard. Like, I've seen enough. I'm just done with it. Like, he, I just no. No more Cliff Kingsbury. No more Steve Kime. For the love yeah, of God. You gotta
0: fire kime first. Blow
2: it up. Like JJ Watts retiring. Half of this roster is injured. There are gonna be so many moving pieces that come with like all that's going on yeah. with this team. Like, just blow it up. Just blow it up. I think. Charles Will Pike said it in like, that, yeah, time to blow it up. Yeah. I agree. I think it's time for the Cardinals to take this as an opportunity to have a clean slate. Rumors that have been surrounding, and they are rumors, they are unconfirmed, reported, hearsay, whatever, but the rumors that are surrounding Steve Kime are really bad, yeah. and if any of them come to light to be true, there's no way in the Lord's no green earth he should ever be yeah. a general manager here or anywhere else. He
0: probably shouldn't already.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, we yeah, bro, that's a had to
0: discuss it. We're way but. past
2: Steve times Keim, Steve prime. Um, but yeah, it's time to move on. It's time to blow it up. It's time to start over with a clean slate. Do whatever it takes to get Sean Payton in. I don't care. Just get anyone else besides Cliff Kingsbury. Honestly, I'm so tired of that man being our head coach. Um, and we just need to move on. And it's yeah. time for the Cardinals to start fresh. And just build from the ground up. And for the love of God, like, please just get us on the right path and pick the right GM and the right head coach for this organization. Yeah, I
0: just need whoever the new GM is to just actually successfully draft somebody in the first round. Um, Please (laughs) don't mess that up.
2: Yes, that would be wonderful. Um, You did mention um, the backup Colt McCoy. He will be playing. uh, Allegedly, he has cleared concussion protocol. So we will see him on the field, which, uh, I mean, do we even watch the games anymore? Are you watching the games at this point? No. Yeah, no, I've given up. Punted on the season. I,
0: I, no interest.
2: Um. So at least we don't have to suffer through another McSorley game. What is up with Cardinals quarterback's last names, McSorley and Bleh? <laughs> yeah,
0: McCoy. Yeah, it, it, they do have an interesting, the quarterback room is just fascinating to me. The, 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 yeah. the, the diversity of characters.
2: It's bizarre.
0: It's quite bizarre.
2: Um, All right, let's move on to the Phoenix Suns, because I think they are the next uh, most noteworthy team in this valley right now with everything going on with them. So, Sean, what is your New Year's resolution for the Phoenix Suns?
0: Okay, another one. Suns fans might not want to hear this.
2: Are you on the warpath this morning?
0: A little bit. (laughs) Y'all need to be prepared to blow this shit up.
2: That's not going to go over well.
0: I know it's not going to go over well. But if you get to the playoffs again and you shit the bed again, you can't. It, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. You
2: can't put on the season now. No,
0: no, not not now. No, no. But I'm saying in 2023, you need to be prepared. Uh, if the season does not go well and you shit the bed in the playoffs again, you need to be prepared to make radical changes. I'm not saying trade Devin Booker or anything crazy like that. But like you need to be prepared to, to, to restart a little bit. Yeah. Like it's kind of like the Cardinals. Like you were close, you you had your opportunity, but it's clear that that window has passed. And I'm not the window for the Suns hasn't passed at this moment. But again, yeah. if you if you get eliminated in an embarrassing fashion by the Mavericks again, you can't just run off the same team next year and expect the same thing. Something different to happen. Um, so you just have to be prepared. So, like like the Cardinals. I'm not saying you got to you got to go crazy right now, but you got to be prepared for the future, and you got to be prepared to. to change directions a little bit so that's all i'm saying for the sun yeah
2: no i think i agree with you actually i think if for whatever reason this year doesn't work out for the suns like we're all hoping it will and you know what i mean when i say yeah. that i think at that point you got to take this new owner like you just you have to blow it up and yeah. you have to retool because obviously the pieces that we have here aren't going to get us to where we need to go um so i think you know blowing it up aside from trading Devin booker is reasonable like um i think that's a Thing that the suns do have to think about um because we can't keep getting to a point just to be disappointed like yeah. it has to go further than where we've gotten it so far like there has to be a title somewhere in this
0: yeah. <laughs> craziness care, like, second round exits year after year are you might as well just not make the playoffs i have no interest in it
2: yeah so i definitely agree i think that's reasonable that if this year doesn't go the way that we're all hoping it does to letting go and blowing it up and retooling I think is definitely reasonable Um, before we get to that point though my New Year's resolution for the Suns I'm still I'm still hinging hope I still have hope inside of me which is probably foolish as an Arizona sports fan because my hope will just be crushed in a couple of months but I have a strong affinity for the Phoenix Suns I don't know what it is I love my Colorado sports teams with the Suns that's the one that I defect on and I am a son's girl. So for me, my new year's resolution is they need to make a trade impactful enough to make a finals run and to freaking win a championship yeah i know it might seem crazy right now because the team is in shambles injuries wise campaign cam johnson devin booker like i get it it's a mess right now and it's looking pretty bleak um to some suns fans i think the window for their championship hasn't slammed shut yet i think there is a reasonable shot that they have at it when all those guys hopefully come back. Um, I do think though that if you are looking at a Kyle Kuzma type trade, Cam Johnson is a piece that's going to have to go um, along with Jay Crowder because of the salary cap issue and the fact that they have no, literally no salary (laughs) space. Um, So obviously trading a piece away like that is going to suck just because I love the the guys that are on the team now. Um, But, you know, obviously there are, Ideal situations, like a DeMar DeRozan or a uh, Siakam, which are probably b- very big long shots. Yeah. Um. So Kyle Kuzma is a little bit more realistic. But I just... I think it's hard, too, because you mentioned earlier in the show the parody in the NBA yeah. this year. This year is... And I actually love it. I'm so no, yeah, for this. Like, a, this is
0: a great year. In the NBA. I
2: have checked out. I used to check out of the NBA and not even bother following at all because I always knew who was going to win or at least be in the championship game yeah. at the end of the year every single year before the season even started. So the fact that we have so much parody in the NBA, I actually really enjoy it. And I've checked back into being an NBA fan because of it. But it also makes it hard because then you have less teams willing to blow up or give away big pieces because there's so much parody especially at this point in the season and also you know probably going into January as well so like it's hard because you don't have a clear-cut picture of the pieces that you can pull from from other teams because there's so much parity so you're gonna have to pull from teams like Toronto or like maybe the Jazz who are a little further out of the playoff picture and who are willing to trade away those pieces but um if you do pick up like a Kyle Kuzma obviously you're willing to let go of like a Cam Johnson yeah um yeah. I am frustrated that Jay Crowder is still on this roster. I will say that. So am I. Um, I wish that they would have figured that out way before this point.
0: But on, the, on the flip side of that, at least you know that this team is not at full strength yet. Like You know they're going to hopefully improve it in some way. Yeah. So it's going to get better.
2: Yeah. I mean, they have to. I don't think that they can... Looking at where this team is right now, I don't think there's any possible way that you can look at this roster and say, we're fine. We're not oh, changing yeah. anything. We're not making any additions. At least you know, bigger additions like I yeah. think they have to make a big move like I, they I have to bring someone in here that is going to make a difference for this team because they can't do it right now I don't have faith in this roster as it stands to make it to the finals and win a championship because that's what everybody said last year everyone's like this is it this is the yep. team the Suns are going to be great they don't need to do anything like this is awesome like the Suns are it. They're, it they're not it they're not it they had their chance to prove it to us last year that this was the roster that they could do it and they didn't do it yep. so I think they have to make a big move they have to bring in someone like a Kyle Kuzma like I said there are other names out there that I think would be more impactful, but being realistic, especially with the salary cap issue that this team is facing, like, they, especially with the power forward small, like, I don't know. They just need to fix. They need to fix it and they need yes. to make a move because the team as it stands right now is not in good shape yeah. physically and like figuratively. <laughs>
0: yeah, Maybe this is why I love the Sun or the Cardinals or Wow, well, over two the D-backs and the Coyotes <laughs> so much because I got here and they were bad. So I didn't have any expectations for them. So anytime they do something fun, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Now, with the Suns and the Cardinals, I got here and I was like, okay, these are Super Bowl contenders and then they let me down and I get frustrated with them. Um, I don't want that to happen anymore. I'm tired of being frustrated with the Suns. Yeah, me uh, too. So we'll see, but hopefully um, they'll
2: figure it out. Jan Paul Edward DDO saying we need a mover. It's Slim Pickens. It really is Slim Pickens. Like I was saying, yeah. like the parody in the NBA this year has made it so difficult to really like focus in on a a target that is realistic for this team because I think there are a lot of teams that are like holding their cards close to their chest because they think that they still have a shot at it because look at how they performed so far this season. Um, and then he also said, anyone want crazy Draymond on the team? Absolutely not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely
2: not. Um, I don't want him punching any of my <laughs> sweet baby. Uh, you sweet punch baby twins. In the face. Yeah, sweet baby Cam in the face. No, thank you. Uh, Draymond can stay far, far, far away for that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm just hoping that the Suns uh, prove me, hopefully, right and that my hope in this team is not crushed and destroyed into little tiny pieces and they do something to fix <laughs> the debacle of what's happening yeah. right now. But the other issue, too, that I would want to mention is. Um, you know, Matt Ishbia hasn't fully taken control of the team yep. yet. Like the board of governors still has to vote. And, um, until that happens, Robert Sarver has control over signing off on trades. And I'm not saying that he would, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was a little jaded about this whole situation yeah. and tried to throw this team under the bus, which kind of just adds like another layer of complexity in this yeah. entire situation that I really makes me uneasy because I don't trust Sarver as far as I can throw him and I can't throw him at all. So... <laughs> Uh, it's just a crazy situation. Um it is. but what's not so crazy is making money off of the NBA yes. because it's super easy to do on the Jack King sportsbook app. Sean. Uh,
0: yeah, I um the betting on the Suns has been a little frustrating. So I, I've I've you know I've kind of stayed away from the Suns. You could fade the Suns, That's but okay. I like betting on the Clippers a lot because I think they're a scrappy team. But whether you want to bet on or against the Suns, do it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now and sign up with code PHNX. Place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
2: I freaking love betting on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It makes watching sports just so much more fun. I made 50
0: (laughs) bucks on the Yotes last night.
2: Did you really? Yeah. What did you do? What I just bet, bet their money
0: line. I put I fifteen dollars on the money line, got paid out like fifty one and some change or something like that. It was it's a good night. I love I love betting on the coyotes. I- I've been making See, some good money.
2: That surprises me because I have two rules in sports betting, and it's well, three. Don't bet on the coyotes, don't bet on anything ASU, <laughs> and don't bet on the Rockies or the D backs because so, you just never know what's gonna happen. I will never bet I,
0: I will never bet on the on ASU. I can't do it. Yeah. Um it's too frustrating for me. Um, D backs. I love doing it because, as you know, as we talked about, I think on this show before, I like you know going to D backs games by myself and just kind of watching. Betting on it keeps me engaged, and I made—I actually did pretty good on the D backs. I made some money on the D backs. Thanks in large part to Father Overlord Jacob, he would give me some some home run bets, and they hit more often than they didn't, which is crazy because there's no reason that should have happened. Um, and hockey, I, I normally don't bet on the 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 Yotes, but they are playing the Toronto Maple Leafs and. As you may or may not Crazy know, the Yotes own Toronto and the Toronto <laughs> Maple Leafs, so I, I, knew, I was confident they were going to win.
2: Yes, the Arizona Coyotes do, all in fact, own the Toronto Maple Leafs. And speaking of the Coyotes, Sean, hit me with your 2023 New Year's resolution for the Arizona Coyotes.
0: Okay, the war path continues because I don't think Coyotes fans are going to like—well, some of them might. I, I feel like it's kind of mixed, but my New Year's resolution for the Arizona Coyotes— is to say fuck the tank.
2: Oh my god. And let the I, hate cards this. Fall oh, I hate this. Where
0: they may. Listen, oh, I hate that. At this point, they're not going this. to get they're not going to finish last in the in oh. the NHL. It's not gonna happen. I hate this. The the Blackhawks are just so abysmal and they're also gonna trade their stars. They're gonna trade Patrick Kane, they're gonna trade Jonathan Jonathan Tays. They're they're bad. The coyotes are not catching them. They're currently in twenty seventh in the NHL. I think as of last night, they're closer to the playoffs than they were. This is
2: what we've got. So right now the Coyotes have thirty one points so far this season. They're tied with the Flyers. In mm-hmm. last place is the Blackhawks with twenty. Blue Jackets with 22, Ducks with 24, Sharks with 29. So there are four teams below them in the standings, and they're tied with the Flyers with 31 points.
0: Yeah. It's it's just like, as it is right now, they're not going to finish last. They're not going to finish last. They might not even finish second last. Jonathan. I know. I know. But <laughs> the part of my reason for saying this is... is Look at the coyote. Look look at their history. We have no reason to believe that even if they finish last in the in the NHL, they're, they're going to get the get first the overall. Pick exactly. <laughs> at this point, and some of the, the members of the Coyotes chat last night kind of referenced this, but I think the hockey gods might look favorably on the coyotes for kind of tanking the right way and still playing good and playing hard hockey. And I mean, reality is they're gonna trade players at the trade deadline. They're gonna get worse. So I'm not saying like go She's trade for done. go trade for fucking Austin Matthews right now and try and win a Stanley Cup that's not happening but I'm just saying you know don't n- enjoy the wins have fun with it let the cars fall where they may and maybe the, ho- the hockey gods will look on us favorably for doing that as opposed to trying to be the worst team in the NHL
2: um I love your optimism but I strongly disagree uh, <laughs> that's fair that's, I understand it <laughs> my new year's resolution for the Coyotes in 2023 is hashtag shit the bedard yeah what are we doing Stop winning games. <laughs> I know I just talked about how much I literally loved watching you all decimate the Toronto Maple Leafs, which I did. What'd
0: they do the game before that, though? They, beat the- they decimated your Colorado Avalanche.
2: I love watching you guys defeat teams that are not the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> but, like, can we stop it? Please, please, please. Okay, we're done. You guys have owned the Maple Leafs this year. I'm so proud of you. We are tanking for the rest of the season because Connor Bedard is him. He is him. He
0: is him. Connor Bedard is
2: unbelievable. (laughs) He He just tied the Canadian record for most (laughs) goals ever at the World Juniors with 14 goals after his uh, two goal and six point performance against Austria. Are we kidding? Are we kidding?
0: And the worst part of it is you keep hearing Bedard to Gunther in the World Juniors, and there's a chance you could see that Coyotes Coyotes are one for two right
2: now on getting the great Canadians out of Canada. Like, can we go two for two and shit the Bedard, please?
0: Yeah. Please. I, like, listen.
2: I If we don't get, I'm going to, I, uh, listen. I want to get
0: Connor mm. Bedard, but I was also talking about this with Pete last night. Look, he's a generational franchise changing talent. Look at the other generational franchise changing talents over the last 10 years. What have any of them done? <laughs> Jack Eichel hasn't done anything. Connor McDavid hasn't done anything. Austin Matthews hasn't done anything other than get eliminated in the first round of the playoffs and lose to the Coyotes every single time. Like, getting Bedard is not a guarantee. It, or, and and even if you do get a, get Bedard, winning is not a guarantee. So I I feel like you just kind of no, have to. No, I
2: disagree. But for, Whatever you have to do to get Bedard on this fucking roster. I, listen, you do
0: I, it. I I want him on the roster. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you kind of gotta let these things play out. But for the the the, the pro tank crowd, they do have a, 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 a the potential to end slash start end this year slash start the next year on a good note because they do have to play the two two of the last three Stanley Cup champion. Tampa Bay Lightning on New Year's Eve in Tampa Bay at 3 p.m. Um, it, that that is a game they could lose, and that might be a good way to start the year for the tank. So, we'll listen,
2: see. it's time to tank. Hashtag time to tank. It's time to do it now. I don't care what you have to do. I don't care how many lottery balls you have to like jank like whatever.
0: But I'm if you can, if you can rig the if you can rig the the lottery, win all the games you want, and then go rig the lottery. That's no. that's the prime situation. Uncle no. Gary needs to come through for us. He's needs okay, to come yeah. through for us come and rig, on, the, rig, rig the election, rig the the lottery, and let the Coyotes win. Come on, And also give us the first overall pick. Uh, just, uh, I I can't just give want, it to the, can't want can't want it to the Blackhawks. Bedard.
2: Can you blame a girl for winning Connor Bernard? No,
0: no, but also, hey, Adam Fantilli is pretty damn good, too. So second place <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't suck on
2: uh, All right, let's round out our New Year's resolutions with the Arizona Diamondbacks. So we've been speaking so fondly of this entire yeah. podcast, which kind of makes my heart a little happy. Um, Sean, what is your New Year's resolution for the Arizona? Diamondbacks? I don't think
0: I'm going to upset anyone with this one, minus me maybe being a little overzealous.
2: <laughs> okay, good. We're ending on a good note.
0: Make the playoffs, baby! <laughs> this Arizona Diamondbacks, you are a MLB wild card team. Listen, I'm not necessarily saying it's realistic. Oh, I, I, no, I think it is realistic. I think I, I think you look where this team was last year. They've gotten better so far. If they can Expanded address some playoffs? of the yeah, if they can address some of the 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 issues in the bullpen, which is was obviously the biggest problem, They're, and they could f- somehow figure figure <laughs> out a way to never let Madison Bumgarner touch a baseball on a Diamondbacks <laughs> uniform again. If they can figure those two things out, this is a good team. I, I, I was talking about it with Jacob before the show. They and Jacob mentioned it. They have they have multiple Rookie of the Year candidates. I think mm-hmm. Tori is a, is a is a Manager of the Year candidate. Um, Zach Gallen is a is a definitive scion candidate. If he can even come close to what he did last year. This team is good, man. Yeah. They're a good team. Torrey's a great manager, in my opinion. The team's getting better. They're super fun. I think this could be a playoff team. The, the 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 Padres consistently shit the bed. They just kind of choke. The Dodgers got worse. I'm not saying that, that the D-backs are going to compete with the Dodgers, but the Dodgers got worse. The, the Giants didn't get any better, the despite their best horrible. efforts. And the Rockies are dog shit. Like, <laughs> if, this is a, there's it's an opportunity for the D- Diamondbacks. I, I didn't think they can make the
1: playoffs. Don't. Underestimate the fact that the schedule changes this year, and so you—they yes. played That's significantly true. less yes. amount of yes. your, yep. your your division rivals. Yeah, There is the
0: there is the 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 Sean series. that Red Sox do come into town. Dumbass win that. We're, I'm, I'm banning off.
2: you from speaking of that baseball team on this podcast. The Red Sox. Oh yeah.
0: yeah. The fire
1: Tory crowd is about to be real. Silent They're gonna be sick to their stomach. Be sick I to have their
2: stomach. listen. I have always loved Tory. Same. I think he's, he's a, a phenomenal, a guy. phenomenal manager, and I think the Tory crowd, fire Tory crowd, is out of their mind.
0: There is a possibility. I have to go <clears throat> look this up. There's a possibility that he managed Lourdes Gurriel in, in Buffalo because I know oh, he was a manager point. for the. Yeah. Bu- I don't and not that that really means anything. I don't think Loris Goriel is gonna come out and be an MVP candidate because of it, but I, I think it
2: That's a good connection to have it's though. It's interesting.
0: Um yeah. I but yeah, I love Tori. I love Tori. I love the diamondbacks. I do think there is a legitimate possibility for them to make the playoffs.
2: I also love your resolution. I agree. I think there is a very reasonable chance they make the playoffs, considering all the factors that you mentioned, and just the fact that like if they can get this bullpen to get it together for the love of God. And they can get Madison Bumgarner to retire and go be a rodeo just star? literally like,
0: anything. Literally anything. Sun.
2: Like, put Madison Bumgarner in the bullpen at this point. I don't care. <laughs> Dude,
0: like honestly, I That would be
2: it. very anti-productive in fixing the bullpen, but I don't care. Just stop hey, him from pitching. May, that's,
0: sometimes it's what people need. <laughs> so, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mariano Rivera started as a starter. he ended up being the greatest the closer of all God, time. God, Typically, Matt Bum's bullpen. good in, like, the first three innings. Yeah. And then he trails off out. at that point. Yeah, throw him out for an inning. Maybe he's the maybe he's the answer to the closer. Stop because They don't no, have that's, one. That's bad. <laughs> that's bad. That's, that's asking It can
2: Asking for doom. Yeah, you
0: think Mark Melanis is going to figure it out? I mean, it, dude, Mark Melanis figures it out.
2: Who did, didn't they just go trade the for mood. a closer, a pitcher?
0: They did. They got. A, they signed a pitcher, but I don't think he was they a closer. Did, so they signed
1: Miguel Castro. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't
1: think he's going to be the closer. I just keeping a really close eye on Shintaro Fujinami, out of yeah. um Japan. There you go. He's throws like a hundred miles an hour and has a nasty splitter
0: and they are very much in the running for him yeah very as cool. a as a former red sox fan i uh, well, no
2: stop talking about that team i
0: said former i wish i, I wish the diamondbacks had gone and got kenley, kenley jensen instead of uh the Sox. i i just
2: i also don't trust kenley jensen
0: again is better than what they have going on now.
2: Yeah. Well, I agree. But we can, would be better They could make they the playoffs if they can figure out their tragic, tragic bullpen and they can figure out how to stop Madison Garner from pitching a baseball. Warming
0: up the bullpen cart.
2: Um, yeah, I sure am. <laughs> that thing is gonna be active it's if they don't do juiced. it. Um, I'll do it for them. Um, <laughs> my New Year's solution for the Diamondbacks is to stay the course.
0: Absolutely.
2: Do not under any circumstance, and I'm talking to you, Mike Hazen, <laughs> do a dumbass move like you've done in the past and Take all of the amazing assets that you've built and trade them away for a ridiculous thing like a Zach Greinke. The contract is too big. A Madison Bumgarner. I don't care. Don't do it. Do not under any circumstance. I swear I'm to right all things high you. and holy. Do not do it.
0: I'm right there with Stay you. Stay the
2: course. Commit to this rebuild that you have done and you have masterfully put together. I'm giving you credit for that because the, bulk, the farm system looks incredible. The talent that is here is because of your efforts. So kudos to you. So stay the freaking course. Do not under any circumstance trade away any of the talent that we have. Yeah. The timeline is not ready for that. We are not at the point where we need to bring in a big ace pitcher or a big bat in the lineup. Just have faith in the farm system that you've built and this homegrown talent and leave it. Yeah. <laughs> and let it develop.
0: <laughs> let it let let do let not trade farm. it away. <laughs> let the plants grow. Let them germinate. Yeah, anyway. no, I mean oh, John Paul Aberdeo said it like. The Diamondbacks for a farm team, though we get talent and trade them to win somewhere else, and that has Not, that's been the case in the past. It has, absolutely, I mean, it has. You look at where they are now; they developed a bunch of talent. They're still on the team. They had a surplus at an outfield that we talked about. They traded it, but they traded it for a tremendous prospect yeah. and more depth in the outfield. Yeah. Like it, it, they weren't just giving them away. So uh, I think it is different now. But I'm with you. They 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 have to prove that it's different, and yeah. they have to stay the course.
2: They have to stay the course. They have to believe in what they've done yep. so far, and they Trust have the to process. keep going. We are not at the point yet where it's time to bring in big, heavy hitter and big names.
0: Yeah, depending this on is- how this year goes, you could. Might, we might be there next year.
2: Maybe, yes, but possibly. We're not there right now. Absolutely, I could see us being there next year, but I think we need one more year. One more of marination at least, letting the town marinate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, get how you get the, that's how you get
0: the good flavor in there. You let it, you <laughs> let it smoke for a little bit, and yeah, then, and then, yeah. You, then you bring it out. <laughs>
2: gotta let the talent marinate okay yeah. we can't get, get rid of the talent You can't take the talent Rub off the in. cook too early okay just let it, cook. let it cook um which I think that they will do I think
0: yeah.
2: I, I think I Mike Hazen them. has been burned by the decisions of the past he is yeah. haunted by Zach Greinke he is haunted by Madison Bob yeah. Corner. Yep. <laughs> so I think we're on the same page now he doesn't want to be having any more demons around <laughs> um so let's stay of course, the course to that we are almost there this year is going to be fun. And then past this year, it's going to be really fun. So just stay with us. Stay with it. Yeah. Uh, all right, Sean. Do you have any other New Year's resolutions that you want to share, to personal I, or otherwise?
0: I personally am not a big New Year's resolution guy, um, but I do need to get my ass in the gym. I know it's basic.
2: Oh, that is very basic. I. But
0: I need, I need, uh, look, this is cute. The, everything neck down, maybe not, you know, <laughs> it's there's it's, it's a little squishy here. And I know that's for some people, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to hey dad buds are in um i
2: love that i for the first time in my life completed all of my year goals in 2022 i completed all of them so i'm very proud of myself I feel realistic goal setting is something that helped me accomplish yeah. that. So I'm going to set some more goals in 2023 and hopefully I can do the same thing that I did in 2022 because it was actually really rewarding completing yeah, all it. those goals that I set out for myself. I believe i never it. done it before. So I'm excited for that. Do you have any New Year's Eve plans? Are you going anywhere? Are you doing anything fun?
0: I have a friend coming in town um, from Vegas, um, him and his girlfriend. I don't know. It may ruin my New Year's Eve
2: oh no um
0: because she wants to do stuff that i do not want to do uh um, oh no so we'll see how this goes oh boy um i i may have to uh, you know dabble in the ogs so i can kind of enjoy myself regardless of the situation you read
2: my mind we'll see. We'll see. Uh, i'm gonna be enjoying some ogs uh yep. for new year's as well because why not it's new year's you might as well have fun right yeah some and... people you know in
0: spain they eat grapes some people cheers the the champagne i'm a
2: in Arizona, we eat OGs, OGs at
0: midnight. <laughs> orange Creamsicle. What better way to start the year um, with orange some Orange creamsicle. creamsicle? Yes.
2: Oh, my God. Thank you. Orange Creamsicle, OGs, elite, Money. unmatched, Money. so good. And then after that, I'm going to take a <laughs> sleepy time OGs and pass out uh, and sleep the day away on the first. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing that because my goals start on the first. <laughs> But if you want to participate in the OG's fun like the rest of us on New Year's, head to your local dispensary where you cannot find them. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Uh, pick up that Orange Cream school flavor because it Fact. is to die for. Ah, oh, Sean. Oh, Connor in the comments saying good job, Mac. Thank you. I'm proud of myself for accomplishing I'm my proud goals. i you, too guys it's <laughs> being so nice to me today it's because it's my first podcast back in a little yeah, bit um love to hear it well i had a great time sean did you have fun yes
0: i did is fun let's Same do thing. this
2: again next week yeah uh
0: no i will be gone
2: oh well the week <laughs> after that <laughs> yeah
0: the week after that I, i'll be i'll be you just <laughs> shut up the fuck down he was well, like no <laughs> i mean i didn't want the people i think they're going to be here next week and i'd be disappointed by whoever's replacing me you know like uh just two weeks from now you got i got people waiting
2: we love a realistic. Game. What
0: airline are you taking, Sean? Not Southwest. That's a good, good choice. Um, American good on the way there, Delta on the way
2: back. I'm gonna be watching his kitty while he's gone. And that is true. I am yeah. So excited! I freaking love cats. Um. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast. You all are the absolute best. I hope you have a safe new year's eve celebration and you are having a wonderful new year's and a 2023 a blessed 2023 to you all thank you guys so much for tuning in we'll see you next week at 12 30 have a great weekend everyone bye